Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork pop out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And uh, we're getting on our spaceship, and we're out of here. Gone. We've joined the cult, and we're we're leaving this planet. You know, spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors. You know, they dip. (laughs) (laughs) Cosmic cosmic juice box, Brad. Uh, Yeah, we know cosmic juice box as a beer from... uh, Corridor. Corridor. And this was a big release. It was a funky color, like juice box rating, 70s style. You could argue it is one of the three or four best beers that Corridor made all year. But I picked this up at Crushed by Giants, and they said it was a Crushed by Giants beer. You know, I don't know what to think of this. It's kind of like the Hidden Hands thing, right? Like... Right. Wasn't the uh, so the non Valdior was Salamoth and then the Elk Valdior? Well, I recently had both bottles, they both said Hidden Hands, but last the first time it came out, it was a Salamoth beer, yeah. So yeah, we're just doing whatever we want here, right? You know, we're coloring outside of the lines, the mustard is off the hot dog, Brad. I, I don't know what to make of any of this. Is that a... I, I don't know, okay. <laughs> I like it, but that's. <laughs> Uh, this is still a great beer, whether it's from Crushed by Giants, Dry Hop, or Corridor. Um, it's tasty. It's maybe lost a little bit of its, uh, I don't know, cosmicness over the years. Man, I remember like Cosmic Juice Box and Squeeze It at Corridor yeah. was, a, was a time. You know, it was a time, a great time to be alive if you could drink those beers the day they came out. Twenty dollars for the tall boy four pack, yeah. and then you put and then you get you a pint on site when you're picking it up. And, you and added some son of juice to just lean back onto. Dude, this this was living. This was good living. Yeah, any beer with juice in the name was mm-hmm. was a time. Yeah, because the hazy yeah there was a hazy craze right. Everyone everyone had a hazy. Sick hazies, bruh. Yeah. Now I feel like this is still it's still a good beer. Yeah. But I wouldn't really seek it out and i only picked it up because i happened to be at crush giants a few weeks ago and i was like okay cool like we haven't talked about their beer in forever and you i don't even think you can buy beer to go at corridor that's not like crawlers they don't have like a little oh they don't have package pack six pack cooler interesting but crush giants does yeah i don't know what's going on over there so what is it crush by giants dry hop corridor I feel like we're missing one. Well, it was Ro- not It was Roebuck. Yeah, not Roblox, but Roebuck. Right, Roebuck, like Sears and Roebuck. Yeah. And I think Roebuck is just basically the next door extended dry hop at this point. Yeah, because yeah. they were, we do everything that 
We have everything that Dry Hop has, but we can also do cocktails and some pizzas over exactly. here. Exactly. I think at some point people were like, well, I'm going to sit on the Dry Hop side, but I want the pizza. All right. Yeah, it's strange. I think um, I like the concept of having, you know, because without that concept, now you're just, you know, now you're just more or alter or uh, who else? When there's someone else that does the same thing, you're just kind of putting, picking up and plug and play and you're putting the same brewery in different neighborhoods. Yeah. So I kind of like the idea that they were unique in some ways, right? Yeah, and I thought they were supposed to all be a little bit different. Uh, dry Hop was supposed to be maybe just like, I don't want to say like average beers, but like working beers, like simple IPAs and pales. And, and a, lot, a lot of wheats. Like there was a uh, uh, shark... Uh, shark hates hipster. Right. And it was like a hoppy wheat. It was pretty solid. And that corridor was supposed to be like saisons and things. When yeah. It launched. Grisettes, Belgians. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, exactly. And then the haze happened, and corridor leaned into that hard, and then dry hop. I think also just was like, this is dumb. We'll just make the same beers. And one of the corridor guys, um, I think his name was Roger. I mean, he left Corridor to go to Maplewood. Um, but yeah, Corridor, let's be clear, of the, of these four concepts, Corridor is far and away the best one. Right. Yeah, but now it's kind of like, oh, well, instead of like, I don't know, infusing new life into the other three concepts and keeping them individual, they're just kind of borrowing the greatest hits of Corridor and kind of infusing that through the other brands, kind of. That's what it feels like right? a little bit. I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. There's different food at Crush by Giants. I think there's tacos and stuff. So yeah, Crush by Giants. Yeah. It is, they're trying to make it different, but the beers are all the same. And if when I'm choosing the place to go to, I'm going to go for the beer, not necessarily. I'm not going to Crush by Giants because the tacos, right? I have okay. a lot of other taco choices before Crush by Giants is going to come up. Yeah. Even yeah. Sound Growler, who has good tacos, mm-hmm. have a lot of other tacos before I get there. Yeah. I'm going because the beer is good. Yeah, so that's true. Um, yeah, I hope they kind of find themselves in next year and just kind of get back to that original ethos of these should all be different. They should all be super fun. Mm-hmm. And they shouldn't. They, they, they're under the same umbrella, but they should have as much individuality as possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll uh, sip on this. I've already drank one of them at some point since I got it, so we're just down yeah. to three. <laughs> uh, I didn't make it anywhere this week besides some Whirly Ball, and that was little, about it. The Whirly Ball? I feel like we interviewed the Whirly Ball guy at one point, right? I think we did, yeah. yeah. Upstairs. Yeah. Um, they they like to have a BCS uh, takeover. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of their thing. They had BCS on. I'm not going to get BCS at Whirly Ball. (laughs) If I'm playing Whirly Ball or that night we happen to play laser tag, this is like probably a dangerous thing to do. I don't want like a 13% beer (laughs) and then get in a bumper car. (laughs) Or do you? I don't know. (laughs) Or I don't think they want me to. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, man, where was I this week, man? We talked about, uh, we talked about Maplewood, popped into the Maple Room. Um, I had Son of Shaky, so that's, uh, it's like, yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like a 6% hazy or, you know, milkshake. No, 6% milkshake IPA. Wow. Yeah. And then I had Charlatan, so 
I just kind of happen to be over that way. Okay. Yeah, a brewery but, that's going to go in the metro space? I mean, you know, my money's still on them moving into a bigger space. Yeah. Yeah, because they're making so much beer at uh, Gray Central. When you go to look at the board at Gray Central. And opti- uh, op- what is it? Octopi. 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 Yeah, which was co-founded by a guy who used to be at Fire Rabbit. They, they either kicked him out or he left. Mm, that place was, uh, yeah, that place was owned by that guy. Yeah, liked the Maple Room. You know, got some sick hazies on draft and uh, and got up out of there. Very popular spot on a Saturday night. Yeah, that's why when you think about anyone taking over the metro space, it's them because that place is already too busy. It's yeah, it's packed for just no reason. It's in the neighborhood. It's at the end of a residential block. It's at the end of a dead end block. Right. Yeah, it's a very strange layout. It's pretty cool. It's one of the stranger layouts, really, of any brewery, mm-hmm. you know. Because, I mean, in Chicago, you see in Wicker Park some restaurants or, you know, convenience stores at the end of residential blocks. But in general, this is not something you usually see in every neighborhood. No. You know, a brewery at the end of a fucking not residential. A brewery. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird. Um, oh, but yeah, so cheers to them. We talked about uh, Forbidden Root last week. Mm. So you went over to cultivate. I went in uh, to cultivate. Yeah, you got in. I got in just to see what was going on. Man, I got um. What did I get? Did you get the burger? Did you get the prawns? No, I got some sour cream chips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got the uh, Belgian, the rosé. That that sounds like the worst combo. <sighs> I got the rosé. Well, I it's, I went there early, so I'm like, let me get the rosé. And then I'm like, man, I haven't eaten anything. But I don't really want to get some big food, so just let me get some chips. The only chips they have are sour cream chips. Sour cream at night. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, no branded glassware at the old uh, Cultivate. Mm. Yeah. And I remember this beer being way bigger, like 7.5% today. But I feel like it was way bigger. Well, I thought it was like 12. That's 10, right. 12, something like that. We'd have to go back to... Old episode and listen to uh, maybe the episode after we did the interview there when we were recapping it. That would probably tell us. Yeah. So, I you know, I was like, mm, I mean, this place is fine. I sat at the bar, had a pint. Busy? No. It was Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I think some people had just come in for like a tea box maybe. Oh, that was happening? I think so. Because it was a huge Christmas theme. So that's on the... The outskirts of T-Box, though. It was like a big Christmas party. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so, not much to report there. It was fine. I was like, man, I, I want to go in here and see what, what I'm what I'm missing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I guess this is why I don't come here. There's not much going on here. Yeah. So. If they only have sour cream chips. Sour sure. cream chips. That's like... Onions, sour cream and onion chips. Yeah. That's the chip you have because... No, the, no the, one else, like everyone else, got all the other chips. All like, the other chips are gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got the fancy popcorn. I know they do a fancy oh, popcorn. That's right. My favorite concept from them is well, I haven't been to Columbus, Ohio, but I actually like the one on Chicago Ave way better. Yeah, I think it's fine. The it's movie, way. old movie theater. Exactly. Thing. That's that's the forbidden route for me. Cultivate, I don't think it's for me. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I did I did fall in there. Um, oh, we talked about Solomoth. Uh, cheers to Solomoth. I went to Still Life. Nice. And the only thing I got was uh, Val d'Or. Oh. 
oaked Valdor on premise. Okay. You could get it to go, or you could drink it at the bar. You could buy it to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was sixteen either way. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to check it out. I had it at Fobab. Um, I kind of casually, I was talking to the guy who uh, owns Imperial Oak, and we were looking at the Hidden Hand Salomos pour, and I was like, that beer is modeled after, I always forget, it's either Orval or uh, Duval. I thought it's Orval. Right. Right. But neither one of us knew. So then he's like, you should ask the guy who brewed it. And then the guy who brewed it came down, and then found it was Orval. But yeah. It was just like dangerously smooth and had just enough layers to be fun, and it was good. Yeah. It was good. I also had that beer this weekend. Val Dior. And it's oaked and unoaked. Unoaked. So we had both bottles. Yeah. And we were able to go back and forth. Give me unoaked any day. Unoaked has a super fun label because it's all in color. But now the oaked and the unoaked version are both this a lot more sinister, like black and silver kind of Mm -hmm. label on, on both of them. Yeah. So... I noticed that. I can understand why it won Fobab, like the awards and best in show, especially like it's different. And also for, I would think a judge, you're like, this is so familiar and it's what you think of as like a great barrel aged beer, yeah, right? It's like a, it's a, yeah. those judges are, you know, Steve Hamburg, old man, kind of guys right so they have you know just the idea of a barrel aged beer fest is kind of older yeah right so those i would think would be the beers you would typically want off outside of a fest like that so you're not like give me that uh reese's peanut butter cup port barrel aged uh you know sour right you're making all this up right yeah, but that's not going to win an award, right? No matter how good it could possibly um, be. Yeah, this beer, in contrast to that, has a lot of ba- it focuses on balance. Right. It's a wild bread beer in in its oak, so it's not even in a mm-hmm. in a uh, barrel that has held anything else. I don't think. Right. So it's like, um, you know, it's fruity. You know, it's you know, it's got it's got a nice wood character. It's effervescent. It's got a little bit of that uh, bread kind of farmhouse mm-hmm. note. Like it's just a solid beer. Yeah, solid all the way around. Oh, and it's drinkable. It's not a crazy ABV. It's like fucking I don't know under seven percent maybe. Yeah, something like that. So, so that's I think also helps it stand out in that judging lineup. I'd agree like, with that. Like, yeah, that's different enough. I don't feel like I'm gonna get my ass kicked. That's the best beer. Yeah, it's one of the few beers. I'm well, it's one of the beers where you would have a sip and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm ready for another sip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good. So. And you would go back for more of at an event like Fobab. You'd be like, well, I'll go back and get that one. Yeah, after you make all the rounds and try all the craziness, all the variables from window to wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you know that one will be that'll set me that'll set me right. Right. So. Nice, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. If you can, get to Still Life, get to uh, Salmoth and Naperville, try this before they're gone. I'm I sure they do yeah. it again. I think it's worth the hunt. While I was there, man, I saw um, they have a collab with La Juice. So we've seen yeah. this a couple times now. The Snaggle. Snaggle. La Juice. Snaggle La Juice. Or Snaggle Juice or something. Yeah. Um, so I think the 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 beer from Salamoth is... Uh, 
Snaggletooth Bandana. Right. Which is like their West Coast IPA. So this is kind of a collaboration on that. So now we've seen it with uh, Old Every Man with these guys. Yeah, I think they did another... Another brewery? Uh, for Goose, they did a Goose Juice. Oh, Remember, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Goose or... Yeah, what was that called? Juice Goose. You're right. Juice and my Goose. It was, it was, it was <laughs> a... Uh, they did one. Yeah. I forget what that was called. Oh, it was... Uh, Is it... Was it something beach related? I thought it had like I thought it had like wine grapes in it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, I'll have it. Why are we blanking on this? But yeah, so alarm. Oh, Juice Island. Juice Island. Yeah. It was a hazy IPA with grape juice. <laughs> Meridian Southern Passion Mosaic etc. Okay. Juice Island. Goose Island and Alarmist. That's better than Juice and my Goose. <laughs> <laughs> juice Island. What's funny? So they've done this a few times now. Yeah. Alarmist is, uh, you know, it's smart. I like it. Yeah, that's you know? a good one. Um, because I, I wouldn't just go when you go to um Still Life. They have uh, you know, you walk in. There's the bar, and to the left there's all these coolers. You wouldn't just grab Snaggletooth Bandana. I wouldn't. You at know? the store. And at the uh in the uh at it's the a cooler in the cooler at the at the tap room. Oh okay. But I would grab Snaggle Juice. You know. Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, so some good stops. What happened this week? There's been some, uh, I guess, awards or like, yeah, announce or like best of, yeah, in the, the, in the world in the city in the world. Well, you know, Chicago is <laughs> Chicago's not a city; it's a nation. There is a um, fall tasting. Fall tasting is the uh, Chicago Beer Society's longest running event. It's 46 years old, and um, yeah, they had they had it at uh, what's the name of this place? God, it's by the airport. Um, it's too big. It doesn't need to be that big. Fuck. Is it Itasca? Church Street. Church Street. They had it at Church Street. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think There's of the name. This brewery that has events <laughs> and stuff, and no one ever goes to it. I couldn't think of the name of this place for shit. Oh, but yeah. Um, they had the uh, 46th annual fall tasting and dinner there. So they have a dinner, and then they do um, a blind tasting of beers. Okay. Yeah. So, um, And then they give out awards on uh, first, second, and third. Nice. So what are these winners? Okay. Third place, uh, Bubble House. They oh, have shit. a Belgian, <laughs> Belgian Golden Strong Ale. Um, that escalated quickly as the name of that beer. Yeah. Uh, Revolution for Eugene Porter. That came in second. And in first place, the Doppelbach generator from Metro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. So. Bubble House getting with the big names like that. That's kind of, uh, that's great for them. Yeah. Um, I like their beers. I like their approach. You know, just fun beers and fun folks. You know? Yeah. Um, and then you said, was there a vine pairing or vine magazine oh yeah um vine pair the website um they listed the 30 best breweries of 2023 okay and um on the list the uh as far as i could tell i didn't read the whole thing but i, I stopped at this one because it stopped me dead in my tracks uh light the lamp was on the list shit as one of the 30 best breweries so best one of the 30 best breweries in, in the country, country according to vine pair magazine 
Now, I don't know the origin of Vinepair or what their focus is. This brewery that we were saying was going to shut down. Right. Yeah. This is... Uh, Waukegan? Round Lake. Round Lake? It's it's up that way. Beach Lake? It's way up. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Maybe Round Lake. I was... Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Yeah. Light the lamp. Uh, light the lamp's a hockey term. You know, you scored a goal and the lamp post goes off. Mm-hmm. They won a award for yeah. their light... Was it their light? Yeah. For their light beer at uh, GABF. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been World Beer Cup. Did I go up there this year or was that last year? I don't know. It might have been last year. It was good. I think it was last year because football was on. Mm-hmm. And so football hasn't been on for that long yet this year. Correct. So it was probably so last September, year. Uh, September starts. Uh, it was good, but it also felt forgettable. Like as like a brewery. Like it's a, the downtown. It seems like a great little cute downtown. Yeah. I think people are getting points for making approachable things right we just talked about um who did we just talk about um oh Salamoth. yeah that's a very approachable beer people who don't even like beer can be like oh okay this kind of feels like a um uh, natural wine to me you yeah. know what i mean shit like that but on that this list why would whoever's putting this list together have gone to light the lamp right right it's not not to say it's bad. The beers are good. They win awards. They have a great burger. <laughs> but like, what was that person doing in Round Lake but then didn't go to like Batavia to Sturdy Shelter? Vine Pear. Drinking his culture is Vine Pear's tagline. And when they don't have an about, but that's what that's that's their thing. So it just feel it almost is like a little shocking, like they just needed to pick a brewery. It's in um... the, in the northern chicago region just to like toss one in there yeah the way i understand it like um the new york times isn't necessarily like new york reporters talking about stuff outside of new york like the new york times is they have reporters all throughout the country mm-hmm. and then they whatever the best article is it ends up in new york times but the people who write for new york times are not new york based sure so okay. i feel like this vine pair thing is just like somebody was based here they, they're Midwest reporters. They go find me some Midwest breweries. Oh yeah, what do you think the best one? Right, because we go, got thirty. Like, submit us, submit us a couple. Submit us a couple from the Midwest, and we'll do the same thing in every region. Everybody submit us ten, and we'll cut it down to thirty. I feel like this, that's what this happened. And their Midwest fucker said, "Who do I?" The Midwest guy said, "Who I don't know. Who should I ask?" And they went and asked, you know, oh, they, uh, Bermiscus, and Bermiscus said, hey, because Bermiscus is quoted in this article. Oh, okay. So the Midwest guy from Vine Pair went and talked to Bermiscus and said, what are your thoughts here? And he, and he just kind of published that. Hmm. That's what it sounds like. If you had, like, all these lists come out at the end of the year, you're going to need to open this one up, man. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all these lists come out at the end of the year as, like, best whiskey, best beer, best brew pub. What would be your... One or two best breweries, brew pubs that you've gone to this year, or even that you didn't make it to, but is the best. Yeah. Illinois. Right. Um, you got to talk about just the places you go the most, right? That I mean, that's that's a starting point for the sure. conversation. Um, or ones you've had the best time at, right? Or that, right? Um, 
we had a good time on the Brewers Triangle. Yeah. That was a good time. But then Bubble House? We had a really good time at Bubble House, and it was new. It was a new experience for us, too. And the space looks very nice. I think we actually probably had the most fun probably this year at Bubble House. And now that they have a pizza phone, that could bump them up a little bit. So, but now that we're saying this out loud, we can, I see how a crew like Light the Lamp gets on this list. Yeah. Right? Because no one's really checking for Bubble House, but if you go there and drink their stuff or you just chill there for an hour, you're like, I get why people like it. Sure. So it makes sense that, that Light the Lamp's on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't want to pick? You're, you can't pick? Who am I picking? Um, I'm going to pick Sturdy Shelter. You're going Sturdy Shelter? It's not I, a bad pick. I think that's a great spot, great beer, looks nice. Don't have, They don't have food, so that, like, maybe like the lamp being on this list, they have food. Oh, this was brew pubs, right? No, it was breweries. So I think having food maybe, like, bumps you up a little bit. Like, that's probably the only thing that uh, hurts Sturdy Shelter if they just had, like... You know, a, a burger or like a chicken sandwich and a burger and a veggie burger that they did, like that would probably just like, be like yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was this year, but one of my favorite times I had this year was at a, um, say Sunday at a Off Color. Okay. That was really good. Yeah, the Mousetrap, yeah. just as a spot, is great. You know, another great spot, and we've only been there once, Black Lung. I like Black Lung. Like, I feel like everyone who is there is very excited to be there. Yep. They all live close. Like, they are, it seems like a great spot. They're making an effort. The people who run Black Lung are making an effort to have local food trucks and local musicians. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, there's, there's, you know, they're making, they're reaching out to people. Hey, like, what should we brew? What theme night should we have? You know, they, yeah. I feel like I feel like when we went there, there's a lot of regulars there. Right. Yeah. But then the the brewery I probably hung out the most at this year was Sketchbook in Skokie. <laughs> I think just it being located where it is, right off the bike path, um, for people to get to from Chicago makes it very easy. And it's a great time when the weather's nice. Approachable beers, man. Yeah. Approachable fucking beers. Um. So yeah, like. Sturdy Shelter, Sketchbook, Black Lung are up there. Yeah, I'm trying to think of where I went a lot. Well, I went to Phase 3 a lot, obviously. <laughs> so, I mean, I went to Phase 3 a lot, and I really, my, the most fun I had was probably Off Color. Um, but, you know, we talked last week about the uh, the one-two step of Beguile and Dovetail, and how I really enjoyed those parties, the festiversaries. I really enjoy that one-two step as a, as a hang. Mm-hmm. So... I would say, and then you know I've had the cold service on like a Sunday, Sunday morning almost at fucking Dovetail, so I mean I really like that place. Um, those are the places that come to mind. I'm not at the, uh, I'm not at the Maple Room often. Right. Okay. Um, but when I go, Fresh Hazy's at the Maple Room because you can also get cocktails. And it's, slushies. It's cause, and slushies because it's a distillery. So the Maple Room is always going to be on my. If anybody asked me where should you go in Chicago, I would say go to the Maple Room. Okay, that would that would be my like official third one, after like Off Color and Phase Three would be the Maple would be the Maple, maple Room. Yeah, okay, so that's your your. Third. <laughs> I think that would be my three. Okay, yeah, so I got uh, Sturdy Shelter, um, Black Lung, mm-hmm. and um, you had a third one too. Yeah, what did I say? Uh... It was a good one too. 
Oh, sketchbook. Yeah, sketchbook. I, sketchbook is very underrated. Sketchbook Skokie. You know what? I don't. Evanston's fine. Evanston's, but I don't like. Too, let's be honest. It's too fucking far. It's too far north and too far east. And it's also, I feel like I get in there and I'm like, crowd. I want. I need a little space. You know what, Breezy? <laughs> it's good for if you're drinking on like a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Then you go to Sketchbook Evanston. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know a brewery's the shit, man. Um, I had some fun at uh, Howard Street this year. I really like okay. Howard Street because it was a, it's a one barrel system, and I'm like, well, why are there so many beers on draft? And then, um, all approachable, all very good. My favorite one was probably the Ginger Wit. You know, just like you can kind of tell. I'm like, this is I don't this doesn't feel like extract or you know fake ginger like there's a yeah. ginger pop in this okay. ginger and when ginger wit so that was one of my favorite spots to hang out this year because it's so unassuming and it's not the shit that we all would go to sure. you know and and it was good so those three things so okay. that was good but that's not what i was gonna say there was another place and now it another fucking, place another place i fucking blanked on it i don't know i feel like there was a Early in the year, we went hard, and we were going to a lot of places. I think sometimes it trails off a little bit yeah. as we get into the summer, and then they're like, all right, I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> so I didn't make it as, to the south side that often. I did go to, um, what's the Tinley Park? One? Oh. Not, not 350, but... Well, there's Hailstorm, and then there's Sound Growler, and there's a... Uh... No, you're talking about um, Flipside. Flipside? Yeah. That food at Flipside, I went there for their uh, Irish Red. Yeah. And when we had it in our lineup, that was great. I don't know if it's like a favorite spot to go to. It feels like a shopping mall brewery, but well, you know, good. That That is, craft, craft beer was built on strip malls. Sure. Right? Like most of them when you leave the city. Fuck, when you're in the city. There's a lot of them are in strip malls. So I think that's a... But that's a good spot to go to if you're in Tinley Park. I think, although Songrawler, I didn't make it to. I'm not going to Hailstorm. I'm, I'd go to, I'd go to Flipside. Mm. I hear that. <laughs> I like, no, I like Flipside a lot. So yeah, it's hard to look back and be like, where did we go? Did I go to anywhere? Well, that's and the I thing. Feel... Like, I don't really, you don't go to places you don't frequent places. Sure. You're always looking for somewhere new to go. That's why when you brought out the bubble house thing, I'm like, well, this can't be my favorite place. I went once. But that's the nature of our of the show. We go yeah. everywhere. That's why I was like, sketchbook I probably went to the most, and it's just an enjoyable time. Oh, um, underrated. Black- you know, that's that. Okay, I'm back. Underrated. Um, Hopewell. So okay. Hopewell's on my route. You know, my the bike shop is across the street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Oh, but the garage doors, the approachable beers, and then um, they have like a kettle sour that I like. You know, they have stouts that I like. Um, their Oktoberfest, um, yeah, Hopewell. That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to say Hopewell is on the list of crews that I think are um, severely underrated. Sure. Yeah. So I think right over there, the pilot project that I love to hate. Like I love the I love <laughs> everything about the experience. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple breweries sometimes that are like 
far and above the rest. What do you like more for experience? Hopewell, not Hopewell. What do you like more for an experience? Pilot Project or Koval Distillery? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pilot project has an outside <laughs> space. The train hurts them there. That's not their fault, but the train just adds like a. This is kind of annoying. Like, there's so much to like and so much to hate about Pilot Project. Um, Donna's pickle beer. Yeah. Have you have you had this beer? No, and they have food. I love the ordering from your phone, and it just shows up so fast. I didn't. That's know, I, didn't I didn't realize I had food. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Funky Town. They're in a uh, oh, yeah. in a pilot project. That's, yeah, so it's one of those places. That this place, the Chicago location, has food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I spend a lot of time at. Um, well, I mean, you, you go to Rev the most because they do the fucking releases for the Deep Woods, and then when they not when they're not doing Deep Woods. You just go because you know you're going to find something good. Sure. You know, and then you can bring your own food. And then, you know, it's like a mile away. Right. And there's a lot of room, so you can always typically get in and get a seat. Or... My, my favorite Rev experience is that fucking winter Sunday run. There's always some kind of event there, right? And I'm not going for the event, but there's like a book, a book club or, a, you know, you know, vintage shop or whatever the fuck. We went for the pop up. See, time. yeah, and I'm not yeah, necessarily. That should probably be this weekend, and Big Hugs might be this weekend. Yeah, Big Hugs. So I go there, and I'm pleasantly surprised that there's some weird group of fuckers here doing something. But then also, I'm. It's my. It's my. That's my bowl of soup, or you know, your bowl of chili, or you know, your your fireplace, your comforting winter thing. For me, is Sunday during the day at uh, Rev Kids. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, it mel- it's fucking, it's chill. It's so chill, you know? Yeah. Okay. Nice. So we wouldn't be good at, like, having to have to pick this list. No, we're sending people all over the place, you know? Uh, we do have a couple more weeks, and then we, we did our six beers of the year, so we'll have to come up with six more yeah. of this year. Good call on Study Shelter, because I went out there one one day this summer, and I was like, no one talks about the scale of this place. This place is huge. Mm-hmm. And then you and you like read all the shit on the walls, and it like used to be so many things. But one of the things it used to be was like a church, right? You know, it's like it's cool. That's that's a good hang. Like if you're looking, because after a while, you know how it is, man. Everybody's got all these old beers in their cellar, and you know they 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 go chase all the new releases. If you're looking for like a a different feeling in local beer. You, right. You it go all, to you go to Sturdy Shelter. Uh, I wish I had like a good way to describe it. It almost feels like a. It almost feels like going to a. I don't know, like your hometown, like a new hometown place where everyone's there. Like if it was a small town, this would just be everyone's there all the time because it's busy, and. Very brightly lit. It's welcoming, and they have approachable beers. Make and then make the make your trip part of the adventure. Don't let the trip pull you down. Because sometimes you'll be like, "I mean, I came all the way out here," and you know what I mean. Like, don't let that cloud it. Just go and just appreciate the trip, and then get there and then experience like just a, a very a nice scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, There's something to be said about like you know, and it it doesn't have to be like. What am I trying to say? It doesn't have to be the the band that rocked the hardest or the loudest or, you know, 
or you know played the long. It doesn't have to be that. Sure. It's something to be said about hmm. just doing something good and having it in a space that feels right and making beers that I would go get another one. Right. And I that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's one it, reason that's I it. think I like them so much. It's like I just want that orange, whatever, the orange wit or the orange yeah. saison or whatever it is. I'll, I'll just get another one of those. That was really good. Or their Italian pills. Like, I, I don't know. You, It's almost when you have a beer there, you're like, I want to try all these other ones, but that one was really good, and I just want more of that. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen very often yeah. when you're somewhere. That's important. That, those Those things are important. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then to end on a downer of these faraway <laughs> suburbs, Zoom beer, Zoom beer closed because we were talking about Black Long. Yeah. And Black Long uh, started at Zoom beer, or they I remember. were in the Zoom I beer feel space. Like, I feel like that was part of their their journey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Zoom beer is uh, done. And you said ten percent now is closed. Yeah. Um, in, Chicago, one, in Illinois. Yeah, Illinois breweries. Ten uh, percent of Illinois breweries have closed in 2023. Mm. So shit is real out here. You know, like it's it's a difficult proposition. You got Homewood Brewing that's coming online uh, next year. Okay. But I think you'll. I don't think you'll see a ton of uh, like new breweries coming online. Right. We said uh, we were looking up uh, Fox Republic in Yorkville recently uh, started. So you know. I think some of these suburbs or places that didn't have a spot, they'll get places because that makes the most sense. Like, why open up another brewery in Chicago or in Batavia? Oh, but you know, Industry Ales downtown is supposed to be coming online. But other than other than uh, Homewood and Industry Ales, you don't really hear much about. And you have that one uh, coming into town. The oh, uh, other half. Other half. There's previews going on for this. If you're like, a, I saw the uh, Homebrew Clubs. Oh, okay. Did a tour. I think they're opening on midnight at a... Well, not midnight, but they're opening on New Year's Eve. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, that, uh, that should be interesting how that plays out, I guess. I don't know what to, I don't know what to think of that one. You would... Um, it would make sense if you've got a killer promoter and you've got shows all the time, and then the only thing you can buy there is other half. Like ballast plane, it, right? <laughs> that would if you do those things, then it works. But are you going to Bridgeport for other other half? half. That, I mean, that's really the question. Right. If I'm going to Bridgeport. Probably going to uh, Kimski, or I'm going to Mars. Right. Yeah, those Maybe are things. Bridgeport coffee. While I'm there, I'm not going to Bridgeport for Bridgeport coffee, but. Yeah, so, because um, right now I'm more likely to go to Weiner than I would be to go to... Other half? Yeah. And Probably, yeah. yeah. So, well, I'm curious. I right. Mean, uh, well, I would go once. But I still got to go to Guinness. Right. Fucking Guinness. We got to get in. Fucking West Loop. We got to get in and get it, see what it's all about. I heard the... Uh, the woman that does the ice cream there, they're doing all the desserts now, so they're working on the dessert menu. Hmm. So. I'd go to Guinness. I don't know. All right. That's going to do it. Getting close to Christmas here. 
uh, I'm kind of glad we're not diving into these Christmas ales. I don't, no. I, feel, I don't feel like I go hard on Christmas ales. I don't know a lot of Christmas ales. I had the Cruz Blanca Christmas ale. All right. So where does it rank? Because you've had Beguile. And then, Beguile is like a mild. So it's like, it's fine. Um, then there's the Fismas, which right. was a red, red ale, ale with ginger. What is the what is the uh, Cruz Blanca one? Uh, it was almost like a porter, a brown. Okay. What is the greatest Christmas ale ever? What is Anchor had one, right? Yeah, it's probably Anchor. I have uh, the one from Italy over there we need to drink. Is that the one from... Um... That's a crew that did Italy. I yeah. remember that bottle. I can't think yeah. of it. Balladine? Yeah, that's Balladine. Okay. Huh. That's a Christmas ale? Uh, I think that's what the Christmas ale is based off of. Okay. That's Leon, and then they have Noel. Yeah. I'd like... Uh... Delirium. Yeah. Delirium is Christmas is nice. But we don't lean hard into the Christmas ales. No. We got Oktoberfest. And St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, yeah. And that's all. That's all we can do. Yeah, because those two holidays <laughs> offer you two different styles. Right. Each one, so. And a good comparison where Christmas ales can be, you could have a Christmas ale that's a hoppy stout and a cranberry uh saison right i wouldn't call a celebration from uh sierra nevada i wouldn't call it a christmas it comes out it's a it's a ipa that comes out in the winter it has christmas trees on and it's got fucking a whole christmas landscape on it yeah so i mean i'm down for a christmas ale if we if we're using the fucking uh anheuser bush fancy mug <laughs> all right so maybe one of these weeks before the close of the year we'll grab a christmas ale and we'll go into that But that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Take care. Cheers.